What's good, people? It's your boy. Icarus Gray. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, this is Gray Area Anime. And it's a. And it's a. And it's a. <laughs> dude. Dude. Why do I always have to come in and do this? Like every time. It is a. I'll be trying to let it play out. I try. It is a. Stop. <laughs> Anime Rewind. Oh, yeah. Classic style. <laughs> Samurai Shampoo. Episode six. <laughs> So exciting. <laughs> Episode six. Beautiful. We're halfway through. Are we really? 13 episodes. Really? For some reason, I thought they were like 25. Um, okay. I'm sadly mistaken. I'm not a, I don't know what to do with that at all. Other than move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. I don't the even know. The force is strong with this one. Just... <laughs> Just evil. Okay. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know. That's this funny. episode was interesting, funny. It was great. Packed with f- cultural references out the wazoo. I think it was a fun, like you said, it was a really funny episode, really fun, uh, especially coming off of the last episode for the fact that this kind of felt like a lighter tone. Um mm. Throughout the entirety of it, I think it was a great break, and then still had the the um, creativeness to include so many things um, to make it funny and fun. What I've kind of realized with this episode is they take history mm-hmm. and explain it simply. So it's kind of like what we're doing um, with we take these episode breakdowns, we break them down so you guys can like watch with us and try to do it in a way that's like not throwing every cultural reference ever in the world at you. But like, this is layman's terms on, on these things. Like I said, they be squabbing or they be fighting, you know, oh. making it simple. <laughs> um, but this episode was chock full of just different little hints of the time and how they were um, using it. So to begin the episode, they've arrived in Edo. Yes. Or Edo. I said Edo, but Edo is what I need to say. Really? They I feel like they, Edo. Yeah, the way, that, the way that I've heard it or the way that people say it, it sounds like they're saying Edo. But I obviously I'm not an authority on this. <laughs> um, but anyway, so they've arrived to the place where, or the general area, where the uh, samurai who smells of sunflowers might be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, as always, they be starving. What? What? They was starving. <laughs> and their their hungry brains get to working, and they come up with a brilliant idea, which is interfooding contest. Oh yes, come on, all you can eat. That they thought they could enter for free because well, they were just gonna eat and leave. I mean, yes, because even if they lost, they'd be full. That, this is a brilliant like, plan, okay? I guess, like, it takes one shoe. <laughs> and I like, thought he what? meant a real shoe. <laughs> like, what? But I think yeah. that was the currency is what he yeah. was talking about. And um, so Mugen and Jean hand over their swords. Fuda's, too. Her, her um, 
Her shorts are sore. Oh, yeah, yeah, she, she does she have those sore. And it begins. And it's in the style of ESPN, basically, or any yes, New York style uh, um, announcer. Mm-hmm. Or any sort of New York styled, ju- well, coming up on July 4th here, sometime around the time, contest. hot dog eating contest yeah. feeling. Um, <laughs> and it's so, like, like I said, it's really at this point where you realize that they're taking history and just making it modern and making the things that happen somewhere to where it's like three scores and four years ago. But with Schoolhouse Rock. Like, you know, it's not like that. It's more like, you know, three years ago, bro. Yeah. Down the block. On the corner. We was watching them people do the thing when they did the thing. I think that and I think they that's did the thing. I think that when they initially started in the very first episode and you see modern day you see modern day Japan, but it looks like modern day New York almost the way that yeah. like the brick buildings and everything. It tells you exactly what kind of audience this is for. It's yeah. it's we're bringing these you know elements and, to the to the present. You and know? I think that was the coolest thing about it is I think I remember when I was watching when I was younger, I kind of thought that they were in modern times or they were going to come to modern times or they were, you know like it was it was just kind of weird to kind of catch up because when you're younger and don't realize um, analogies and metaphors like on a uh, visual sense in Mm -hmm. in animation and stuff like you get it reading or I got it from reading. Um, You just kind of experience it differently. So you experience it from the barrier of I'm surface level about everything in the sense that I'm watching it, I'm enjoying it, but I don't see the different meanings. I don't see the other things. I just see funny characters, funny stories, um, so on and so forth. Well, I think that's what makes it marketable, you know? Yeah. So they are in the eating contest. The first to go down is Gene. Yes. He was so ashamed. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Number two to go down is Mugen. Surprising. Very surprising. Mm, not so much. I mean, I think that the because, way they like, handled it I was think great. That if, I think that if he was just trying to scam somebody into getting food, he wouldn't have stopped. But I mean, he but was is, literally scared. Uh, I mean, the idea no, this is it technically was, it was more a scam. of him getting what he wants, which is like when you actually get what you want, you can't handle it, which would be an, <laughs> an eat this unlimited amount of food. Um. And, of course, there are other contestants that are following here and there, and they're doing the announcing in the sense that this person has been training forever. The gossip. Oh, they used to sweets. I'm the town gossip, but I'm the best announcer you could oh have. Oh, my gosh. Here with my <laughs> straight partner that doesn't like vegans. I'm not here for veganitarianism. Ve- Ve- vegetarian. What? Vegan. What? Vegan. Say, say Veganism. It right. that, okay. Veganism. Vegan. Vegans. Okay. I ain't here for them vegans. <laughs> that's what he sounded like. like that, that's basically that is what he sounded what he said. like. Um, and it's little small things like that that just kind of made this like, like I said, you felt like you were on Rhode Island, Coney Island, or somewhere um, experiencing this food eating contest. Um, and you see a guy come in, he's wearing um, the samurai hat or the... They look like buckets on their heads. Not, like, not them. Not them. Oh, okay. Not them. We haven't gotten to them yet. But that's the guy that came in. He wasn't wearing a bucket. No, you're right. I think he was wearing a samurai hat. He was. Like the only people that were wearing a bucket he, are the people that we'll speak geez, of later. I think he 
the shoes. Though. Um, yeah, he had the shoes. Yeah, he okay. Shoes. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he had something. So he's wearing the hat, and you can't see his face, which is obvious to say, hmm, foreboding, foreshadowing. Intrigue. And uh, it's down to him and Fu. Surprisingly. Yeah. Again, I... I yeah. It surprised me. Well, at least let me say I was pleasantly surprised. I really liked that I, that touch. Because that Fu could just was, I mean, bottomless stomach. I forgot. He said she had like a black hole or he said yeah, something. Yeah, her stomach is a cosmos into itself. Yes, like yes. That's, that's what he said. Because <laughs> she was just eating with no general concern or care. Yes, she was fine. Like, we get it. Today. And um, <laughs> so... It's looking like food's gonna win, and in the middle of that, a fly starts flying towards her food. It's been to flying which around. She claps mm-hmm. to kill it, and that was a signal of surrender. Which is kind of like it's kind of like she was saying thank you for this meal or thank you for yes. the meal. Um, so he's like, "Wow, she's out of there!" And like, what? Like what? <laughs> and so they've lost all of their belongings. They're few. They're one of their swords. Yes. <laughs> their only belongings. Um to this very tall giant giant man, man who comes to talk to them and he doesn't quite sound like them. But he sounds a little funny. Because that was the greatest part. I'm Japanese. Like Shut I can't up. I can't. Do you not believe me, friends? <laughs> I was not going to try I'm and do Japanese, it. I was actually. Not do Don't you know? <laughs> no. That's like Pennsylvanian mixed with like you are I mean, so off. It's I'm just saying Wisconsin. that's like Midwest, okay? Just, but I know where, not Pennsylvania. Point is, it ain't it ain't Holland. <laughs> like Pennsylvania, point. you know, is in uh, PA, closer to you're Philadelphia, right, which right. would be on the East Coast. Not that sound. Gotcha. But an attempt was made. It was just like yours <laughs> was made to mix some strange Midwestern. <laughs> Intonation. Closer to Dutch. With Dutch. No, um, that's not. It is. Um, <laughs> so, um, so he introduced himself. He's obviously a European. Like, you just can't. There's no way to First not First of all, see they cleverly point out everything that's wrong with him. They're like, fam, your eyes are blue. Yeah, his eyes are blue. <laughs> you have red hair. Yeah, he does. No, no, no. I speak of the Japanese. <laughs> no, good lord, not I, like I speak, that. I speak of the Japanese. No, the Japanese I speak. <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> he's like, "Listen." They're like, "All right, my guy, cool. Give us our swords back." No, Mm-mm, I don't give you. I don't. I feel like later in the episode, he's like, "I don't know, give me." I don't like know, that. give you. And he's like, "What? Listen, show me around." And I'll give you your swords back. Mm. I can't show you around. I don't know those places. Mugen. Foo quickly. Let, or no. Gene. It was Gene. Gene yeah. Like, uh, he wanted, swords. wanted swords. Big. Let's do this. We're going to show you around. <laughs> All right. And the guy's name was. Uh, let me pull it up. G, uh, Joji. That's Andrew. his name. Or at least that's his name in the, that's the episode. Name. I'm not sure if that's his actual name. I think they're. Well. Anyway. they We'll get there. Um, so now they go on not a wild goose chase, but they just go sightseeing mm-hmm. <laughs> all over to which all of the, uh, smaller references start to come in in this place because they're going around looking. And, uh, a funny thing about this episode that I was told to make sure that I point out Foo eats the entire episode. <laughs> 
forgot about that. Like the Literally. entire episode. And it's small and it's light and you would not notice it if you forget that she just got done with the eating contest. Another funny thing they did is immediately following the um, the contest when they lost and they're talking to uh, Joji. Um, <laughs> Fu has swollen. Oh yes, to yes. Like three times she her looks own like size. Like a balloon, like a cute balloon. Like, <laughs> like where the weight? Well, we know where the weight came from, but where it just instantly and hit then her like literally in the next scene. Gone. I don't know if she went to the restroom in between like the scenes. I don't know what happened, but then it was gone. Which is what makes it funny that she eats the entire episode. Yes. Like, um, so they're going there sightseeing. They're looking at different things. The first thing the Mugen sees there's two different statues outside of a um a shrine. And he goes, that's man one and man two. <laughs> <laughs> like, no real attempt. Um, they're going around. They go to this sushi place. Um, give them the, the tidbit about the, um, the wasabi. So while they're there, so um, Gene and Mugen are both at the tree uh, waiting on Fu and Joji, who are at the um, sushi place. So they're at this sushi stand. Uh, and as they're eating, he eats it. Joji eats it. And nearly pukes. He's like, oh, what is this? And so he asks, is this the um, <laughs> the wabi-sabi? And Mugen starts to say, that's not, you know what? Never mind. Like, he just totally like, stops him. Like, no, it's like, you just, know what? It's, 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 it's really like not, not worth even it. worth it. And it, looking up some information just about the episode, shout out to uh, Contraption4 on Reddit for this wonderful thread about it, um, which you guys can check out. Uh, but he was saying that he or she was saying that um, Wabi Sabi obviously is not Wasabi. <laughs> and the joke there is that Wabi Sabi is a uh, worldview centered on the acceptance of transients and imperfection. So you cannot eat that with sushi. Yep. Which <laughs> plays into the bigger role of the episode. <laughs> um, so we get to they go to a diner of some sort um, to eat some food. They've been chased now by, uh, I probably want to say like border police. Yeah, yeah, it's probably like border the, police. Like, yeah, um, and then they're also followed they by a... um, these people in uh, clogs. Cl- well, clogs and uh, covered in um, woven pot helmets is what I'm going to call them. Okay, I'm going to call or them rodent. buckets. Rodent so buckets. Rodent. Roten. Oh. Roten. The Roten. What what is Roten? You play a lot of Animal Crossing, you know, the woven things, the Roten. I think it's R O T T O N. I, I don't think it's R O I think it's yeah, Rotan. Whatever. <laughs> it's I don't not know. Roten. It's Roten today. Um, <laughs> no. It's no. Roten today. So because we're gonna this move spells rotten. <laughs> It's roading today. All right. Riding is riding. Roading is riding. You know what? In gray area anime, you have it your way, Chris. You're the man. Go for it, honey. I I was. You you didn't back away. You backed forward. I just wanted to give you some comfort and support. I'm backing away. (laughs) You are something else. You are something else. (laughs) (laughs) So they're eating. Anyway, long story short, the Border Patrol busts in on them. Like, uh. At We're here to get you. Yeah, later on. And Mugen's like, you know, we've been doing this all day. I know it's time to kick some butt. You know, he's like, are you detaining this criminal? I think <laughs> that I am. 
I think I don't like the way you're talking. I think the way you're talking makes me want to detain some more. Oh, what? <laughs> Post haste. No. <laughs> so the border patrol. Are we at the restaurant right now? Is that where you're doing? Yes, are you I'm doing? Keep okay. Going. Get so at the get, yeah restaurant. What, 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 what do you do? What do you do? I'm, what I'm you catching doing? the rest of the people up in case they missed it. So I, restaurant. I said that you weren't listening. Border patrol. I've said that they try to take I, the European. I've, I've said that. And Mugen stands up in their way. I'm just catching people up. You're catching yourself up. Exactly. So moving on. Listen, I'm nice, <laughs> and I, I allow her You're the nicest. to work together with me, and I don't mute her. I have the ability. <laughs> I do not mute her, because I will not silence the voice of a strong black woman well. on this podcast, because we are black podcasters, and black lives matter. Oh, Lord. Oh. Okay, moving on. All right. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> So he stands up. It's like in his mind, he's like, "We've been together all day. It's time to kick some butt." <laughs> hey, man, give me my sword back. No, <laughs> that's what no. he's like. I don't know, Gibby. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> so it's like son of a. Uh. So now we got to fight <laughs> without yes. the sword. So he's fighting the border police. They're fighting everybody, and, and I mean, as always, Gene and Mugen are very well capable of throwing down without swords. It's just not very wise. Convenient. Yeah. And or convenient. They beat them up. They escape. Wow. And, um, While Fu is eating, she takes her bowl with her on the way out and of the still restaurant and still eating. Um, Running away. Like I said, she's, she's through the entire <laughs> episode. We are not joking. Just watch <laughs> Um, So they leave. And they're like, yo, we'd like our swords back. And like, hey, okay, there's one more place I'd like to go. Right. I ain't going one more place to which Gene is like, we're going to the last place. <laughs> Look, I'm getting these swords. Um, and so they go to a show. Mm-hmm. A theatrical show, if you will. It, it is an actual theatrical yes, show. It really I'm, not, is. I'm not insinuating that In it's In the like, Edo period. Edo. Edo, excuse me. I told you I want an authority. I'm not ashamed. I will do better. Thank you. All right, for the next 10 minutes, she's muted. It's fine. <laughs> I, I told myself I wasn't going to do it, and then we had to do it. I did have to do it. I did. You sound so far away. Because I am. Are you? It doesn't sound like you're backing away. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so now we get to the what I consider the most fun part of the episode so to speak mm. because there's so much information going around here to start if you're not aware women were not allowed to perform theatrical events back in the this time period in plenty of places including England. <sighs> so you know guys had to play all the roles mm-hmm. and uh these was some uh Pretty men. Is that what they were, honey? I mean, they had to be. Okay. They drew pictures. Mm-hmm. And all the pictures don't, they don't look like me. Mm-mm. They look like the lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, the point being. Point being. They go you know, to the show. They go to the show. They see the guy. Um, well, they to see, see the what? Girl, to see to see the the, the girl, show the lady. the lady yes at the time because he well they assume he's just as ignorant as possible and he's like show's over i'd like to go see her i'm in love i am 
And they're like, does he know? Like, what the heck uh, is going on? <laughs> no, fam, that's not a um. Uh. So they get to the back, and wow, what that has never happened. Can, man, surprises, you, guys. She's muted for the next ten seconds. Um, what? This is not a timeout. Okay, uh, you call it what you want. My sentiments exactly. <laughs> the privilege is revoked. <laughs> um, so they bust into the room, and you know, Joji's like, "I love you," and of course, he's already taken off his makeup. Well, his he, wig for sure. His wig, yeah. Oh no, the makeup is still on. Mm-hmm. So he's taking off his wig, and uh, they're talking with the guy, and it looks like Joji's about to go all, "Oh, you's a guy," and then he lets him know. This is exactly what I'm into. Yep. This is what I'm here for. I'm here for that BL. Okay. And okay. All right. All right. Boy love. <laughs> I just wanted to know how long you were going to use the very white voice for this. But yes. Oh, the no, way. God. Oh, my Lord. So <laughs> okay. then they start so the showing images of the past. Of how Bushido was about brotherly love. Okay. And therefore, because he's explaining to them, I, I'll come out of my bare white voice for a second. Because he's <laughs> explaining to them, you know, why he loves Japanese culture so much. Mm-hmm. Back to the bare white voice. And what he did was he was reading a book. Oh, gosh. And in this book, it told him about brotherly love. And what the narrator then tells us is it's not that carnal. It's just feelings. It's a beautiful aesthetic time. It's a beautiful aesthetic time. That goes back to when these men had completely banished women from their situation. I guess their home or village or what have you. And banished. Instead focused on the The, beauty. um, If I could remember in my brain, Uh the Icky No Girls Club. I mean, I know I should know the... uh, the he oh, man woman yeah, haters club. Yes, that's what it was. Uh, okay. The he man from little rascals clubs from little rascals. <laughs> no girls allowed until the end when they amended their ways. But not because in this. Uh, not in this case. No, not in this case. In this, this case, they found love in each other. Boy love. <laughs> it is. The yeah. point is, he talks about his past yeah. and why he ended up liking Japanese culture was because of uh, feeling ashamed for how he felt about other men. Um, and the book, as Icarus pointed out, um, yeah. by a Japanese writer, yeah, um, which I won't even, I won't even butcher the name. Oh, um, you normally would. <laughs> I was gonna I give it a, chi- a try, you but your voice freaking me out. Is it? Yes. <laughs> so the point is I think the book was called The Great Mirror of Male Love Boy Love and was um, inspiration to him and that's what led him to want to be uh, to come and see Japan and I feel like so I got a question about what happens next once we get there boom busting his border patrol we know y'all here oh it's time to go down Mugen your sword I told you I'd give it back to you <laughs> Throne Gene 
And I guess we got her sword back on. I mean, she did. <laughs> she got it back. Because there was no cool throwing. And now let the fighting begin. Which, that was Mugen, uh, well, Gene quickly, <laughs> um, subconsciously to Mugen says, hey, bro, we can't kill nobody. Yes, and he says, You know, without I know. saying anything, just yeah. in general, because, you know, they are trying to help her at this point. You can kind of sense that shift in them. It's subtle, but you just kind of have to watch it. So now they're like running around the theater house, uh, and to which they enter into what would be considered like uh, the, the stage, runway, the thrust stage. No, no it's they're a, in a it's runway. A, it's a thrust stage, though. In a runway. It's a thrust stage. It's, it's not a runway. They were doing the runway. No, they were in the middle of another show. Yeah, in a runway. No, it's a. Th- oh my god. They had different styles of clothing. It's a thrust a stage. They were doing. A show. Exactly. Anyway, as I said, it was a runway and it will be a runway. runway. It's a runway. So, you know, Project Runway, actually. (laughs) And then so as they're going down Project Runway, they are uh, dressed in. I'm uh, I'm blanking on the name. But it's the guy that goes, I talk like this. And it's really cool. I like it. Well, for those who are in Wano, well, no, not not everybody talks like that in Wano. It's more like a. Well, no. Well, it's more like the guy from uh, CP9. He looks like that. No, but I'm talking about the way he sounds is more like. Anyway, we're doing One Piece stuff in a Samurai (laughs) Shampoo episode because the person that's muted is not backing away. Wow. The hate. Anyway, anyway, so they interrupt this and the, uh, the people in the crowd are like, are you a part of the show? Are they a part of the show? <laughs> They're so excited. The show they must go on. Very exciting. Although it would have been problematic since Fu was on stage too. That she probably would have caused some issues later. <laughs> and uh, so the Border Patrol bus in like, we got you now. We got you now. <laughs> and then. You caught. Hands up. Who says that? The Border I Patrol? And I, I said, and then. I thought you were going to go to the next part. And then. <laughs> uh, before swords are thrown, the, the bucket hat guys pop in. In their clogs of Dutch origin. Along with a representative from. Translator. The Shogunate. A representative slash. Translator. Translator yeah. of the Shogunate. And uh, he says. I've given this guy permission to be here. I don't know what y'all are doing. He's actually a delegate from there that uh, we talk with all the time. Uh, he's part of the, the Dutch East India Company. Basically. The trader. He's, you know, you know, trade. All that stuff. That's something that was huge during those times. Still huge now. Okay. Thank you. But more so. Okay. Yep. If mm-hmm. you just want to. Thank why? Why must you take the energy from my life? Um, Why? Why? Can I have it back? It's all yours. Can I have my energy back? That was me blowing your energy towards you. Uh, that was what that was. You're not social distancing for me, and I don't like that. But we live in the same house, and we're uh, married. I don't have to uh, social distance from you. <laughs> mute it. Oh. <laughs> I'll social distance that. So anyway, so they figure out that he's a big 
he's a big deal. And they're like, oh, snaps, my bad, bro. Like, listen, man, I'm sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Especially after Whoa. Whoa. Like, we don't want you here. We don't get who you. Oh, my bad, my bad, boss. <laughs> my bad. Um, And that's pretty much how the episode. Well, well uh, I got ahead of myself. So now they're saying their goodbyes. Um, and because the Dutch actually were the first people to import sunflowers into Japan. She asked, um, well, after he tells her that, she asked, so do you know anything of the samurai who smells of sunflowers? You know, you travel a lot. He says, no, I don't really know anything. Um, do you have anything more that I can go on? She pulls out this little small skull kind of charm, which would be kind of like a Pandora bracelet or something in these days, uh, probably signifying death or something. I don't know. What? One of those collectible charms. Yeah. I don't know. It's a skull head, darling. Like, I'm just saying it's a charm. What? Oh, you're on mute. Mm, yeah, I'll leave you there. You're um, a, oh my god! All right, you're unmuted. <laughs> ah, you're muted again. I thought I might change my mind. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so uh, she shows him the thing, and he's like, "Oh, hey, yo, don't pull that out. Don't have that out anywhere. Don't show anybody that you can get in trouble. Uh, but what you should do is go to Nagasaki. You'll find some answers there. That's all I can tell you." And I wish you guys well. You know, he's really nice about it. And then to which they leave and they're like, hey, where are we going? And then they just kind of, you know, exposition out with a lot of kanji that we can't read yet. Working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. Indeed. And that was the episode. Yes, it was a really great episode. I think it was episode. really like there were so many things that were wrapped up in this episode. Um, I think that. And we'll do a couple because I don't want to run too long on the breakdown. But you got to watch with us, guys. Because this stuff is fun. Okay. Anime is for everybody. You don't like do these <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it every episode. But every now and again, I'm just going to tell you that anime Throw is for everybody. Down. Like these holes. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> but so the... um. The food eating contest being kind of like a parallel of today. Um, whereas I can, uh, Kobayashi um, is huge in the, the food eating contest. And the only person to kind of beat him is Joy Chestnut. And that was like years ago. I actually haven't caught up with this stuff in, 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 in a while, but I used to watch those things on the fourth. But anyway, um, so that was a cool parallel there. Um, they are very accepting because they talk about, you know, the different aspects of the fact that I left because I wasn't accepted for this, which is, you know, interesting in the way that they present it because they presented um, basically in two episodes. I think they've kind of gone what relationships were kind of like or in that way. So in the last episode, you know, they did the the montage of the pictures of the girls um, and how they kind of like came to be. Um, whereas in this episode, it's kind of like, well, this is relationships and this is why this transpired into this, so on and so forth. Um, and I think that they just take these, if you were my first time watching, I wouldn't have caught any of this. It just would have been something like, oh, huh. (laughs) Versus it being like this kind of overarching theme of 
explaining history and Mugen, Fu, and uh, Gene are just kind of us. They're bystanders to a story. But go ahead. I was just going to ask whether or not you thought the group of Dutchmen that came to get him, because they looked like monks almost, like some sort of like unified group, whether or not they were recreating this same um, environment that was talked about in the books where it was like these men who were just, they would lay, lay down their lives for each other and they would, you know, enter these relationships with each other um, and they really cared or whatever. They had like this. Well, I think that was probably his. That was probably just his representation of it. That was probably his. his, his I understand that it would be a, so like probably recreated, but that was probably just version. his. No, I'm saying that was probably just his men. Like that was probably from the things that he read, um, something mm. that he wanted to do because they were obviously there with him. They were um, in service so that's to kind him. Of thing. Yeah, uh, whose so name that was, was Isaac. Actually, that was yeah. his actual name. Um, um, so it was just really interesting. I I I, I say that um, because. It's showing such broad uh, expanse and there are a lot of cultural references, which if you're interested in that kind of thing, I would check uh, contraption for on Reddit out in terms of the episode breakdowns that he has, um, because I know sometimes this stuff can get all cloudy and it's like, I don't need a history lesson, but it adds a lot. The more history, you know, uh, when watching anime just makes it a whole lot better. But anyway, do your thing. If you would like to contact us, you are welcome to get at us on Twitter at Gray Area Anime One. You can get at us on Instagram and on Facebook at Gray Area Anime and email us your questions, comments, or things that you would like us to go over, suggestions, all that jazz at Gray Area Anime at gmail.com. Yes, sir. We will see you guys next week. And oh, no, I almost forgot. Yes, uh, Prima Diva was in the building. I never introduced you. Nope, and you're oh. muted and can't do it. Oh, man. Whew. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.